we bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now i'm very hungry hey ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny, Jesus. You're golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist palm. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends, rodents, quadrupeds, lend me your ears. Oh! Welcome to the Varsity Radio Show. This is Seth Henniger, and you are listening to 88.5 JFM. And in the studio beside me, wearing a Havocs jersey, the bald-headed, bearded wonder from down under my good friend, Jameson Fowler. Hey there, hi there, ho there. <laughs> Go Havoc. That's right. That's Havoc with an X. Mm. Havoc. Havoc. Yes, and they won. They won the 2019 Southern Professional Hockey League Come President's on, somebody. Cup. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. two to nothing shutout. Come on. Or two games to none shutout. It was, was four to two was the last game. Yeah, of uh, the Birmingham Bulls. So we know what the best Woo! hockey team in Alabama is. Come on. I mean, I always Also in the studio Someone with me is, is the red-headed unicorn wearing a Boston Bruins shirt. Sassy Wiggles Brad the Man Hudson. Go Bees. Go <laughs> Bees. They're playing tonight. They're playing Columbus tonight. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll, I'll be the first game in the series? Or? It's the third game. They got, they've had two overtime games. Mm. Won one and then got shafted and lost yeah. the other one. And... Without this man, nothing would happen. He's the Willy Wonka of radio. My good friend, Steven Spiegel. Hello, everybody. How you doing? Oh, I, it would help if I pressed the button. Hey, that's, everybody. How you doing today? That's right. Hey. <laughs> second time's always a charm. That's right. So, anyway. I'm, I'm really good at second chances. Yeah. So we are having a good time in here talking. We were talking about the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. For which our Crimson Tide pulled out another year of 10 NFL draft picks. By the way, there's only been three t- three teams other than the Crimson Tide that have ever had ten picks in a year. Alabama has now done it three times in a row. Yep. Look at that. That's that's us. That speaks for itself. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Anyway. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so, also. Hey, we can claim the national championship now. Of, yeah. Of hey, did you, guys, did you guys hear about Dabo? He got a giant contract extension, $93 million, but there's a special stipulation and yeah, yeah. a buyout clause that he gets Extra. way less money 
in that buyout clause if he runs in signs with Alabama after Nick Saban that. retires, which tells me Clemson is scared. They're scared he's going to go. I think he's going to go. And you I would know be what? Scared I think too. Alabama can afford to pay that. If, so if Clemson <laughs> was, I would yeah. be scared if I were Clemson. Yeah, like yeah. really, y'all, y'all really think that your buyout clause is going to scare us? Look, guys, when we needed a field drive, we got two helicopters to come, come on. drive the field. The Lord is good. That's the kind of money we got. Not all to right. mention our $600 million renovations of all our athletic I feel facilities. I was about to say, and they sell tickets starting at like 150 bucks up for 101,000 seat capacity. Crazy. I think we can afford Crazy. to do what we want. I feel yeah. really like kind of feel like I need to go take a shower after talking about money like that, but <laughs> at the same time, I mean like if Clemson thinks that buyout clause is really going to scare us. We're not scared. It makes me feel rather green talking <laughs> about that. Yeah. Hey, anyway, let's go to memes <laughs> of the week. And these these are so appropriate. That was funny. Uh anyway, this first one and I just cuz none of us in here are vegetarians or even close we generally like to push away the vegetarians. As, the vegetarians? Yeah, the vegetarians are the the uh, green products on our plates. Uh, Noah, say bacon and steaks, not lettuce and cauliflower. Karen, just saying. Just saying. That was a good meme. You know, this week, this last <laughs> week, I was, um, I was at district council and... Um, you're going to have to explain Oh, that. yes. Uh, I was at District Council of the Assemblies of God. That's where all the Assemblies of God have their, their annual yearly meeting. They do business, and they just, it's a, we all get to be ministered to, and, and it, it's a great time. And me, as a missionary associate, I get to go meet people and make connections. But anyway, I met some other, another missionary associate uh, from New Jersey. She's yeah. visiting. Uh, she's a missionary to Paraguay, and she was a recently um, renounced vegetarianism and pescatarianism. That those aren't religions. That just means you don't eat meat. Um, yeah, you eat or either you, just vegetables or, or fish, fish and vegetables. Yeah, uh, and she had never had barbecue thank, before. Thank you so much, Stephen. He knows. He like mm-hmm. reads my wavelength right there. Like I a just person ex- who does not eat meat but does eat, eat fish, which is meat. Mm-hmm. But okay, yes. yeah. <laughs> yes. Anyway, thank you, Brad. She Amen. Had, she had never had barbecue. Like, southern barbecue before, and uh, you you know we fixed that. Uh, yeah. we took so she her, had turned away from her sinful ways. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. I, li- had, I like the way Brad put that. She still has <laughs> not had a burger. She's waiting on her brother to make a burger, I think she said. No, but gotcha. I was just like, you're going to have some smoked chicken with somebody some white give, sauce before you leave Alabama. Somebody <laughs> give that girl filet mignon. And she liked it. And uh, I could was... Could you not? Oh, man. How could you not? Stuff. Secondly, anyway. okay, now, when did Auburn get their first draft? I think it took come bit. to the fourth round. To the fourth round. So the if first, I'm, if I'm not wrong, first two days we saw that I saw this meme pop up on Facebook. So I know you got six picks, but live from the Auburn draft room, there's a skeleton sitting on a seat. Yeah, Just- you see, <laughs> they, they may have ended up with six draft picks, but everyone in the draft room died uh, before. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. And then um, decomposed to the yes, point of yes. just bones. And this is one of my favorite memes of all time, guys. These, <laughs> if you just picture the Grim Reaper, and there's like six of them. And uh, three of them are on, hor- are on black horses, and it says the hooded shades of death. It looks like they're at a convention. They're walking with a dog. And it says the hooded shades of death have come to reap your soul. For the Dark Lord, and also take Mr. Quincy Fluffins for a walkie walkie to go boom boom. 
That's hilarious. That's, that's so, so good. These, these individuals with masks and all black clothes, like their whole Grim Reaper makeup, yeah, it's like if the Grim Reaper, little little bitty white dog. Yeah. If the Grim Reaper is gonna come for me, I would you know definitely welcome Mister Quincy Fluffins. That's so funny. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so. Hey, we're gonna go to some music. We're so glad that you're listening to the show. You're gonna you're you're gonna be glad that you did. We got the Boaz Pirates in the studio. They're gonna be Yarg. here today. Yeah, arg. Uh, they're gonna be in the studio. We're gonna be talking to them. It's gonna be fantastic. We got a great clutch, and we have Steven, the Willy Wonka Radio. It doesn't get much better. Hey, Steven? hey I've got the elements <laughs> by Toby Mac right here on the Varsity. I lace the boots up. It's straight to the door because this is worth fighting for. And on the phone, we have the amazing Miss Pam. How you doing, Miss Pam? Doing well. How are you doing? I am fantastic. Pamela. <laughs> and that would be Jameson. So only, only when I'm in trouble am I Pamela. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, tell me. Tell us two big things going on at FCA. Tell us what's going down. Well, first off, I um, just want to make you aware that Chick-fil-A is going to host a fun run um, May 11th. Wow. Those pro- part of those proceeds from that fun run um, go directly to Northeast Alabama FCA, which is great. Fantastic. It's so awesome yeah, because so we're, we're actually going to be helping with that as well, the radio station. We're going to be emceeing that race. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. Right. We're going to have some staff members out there cheering on all those folks that uh, – get out there and run for sure too awesome look forward to seeing you guys there hey pam uh do you know if the chick-fil-a cow will be running in, in this fun <laughs> run? to- totally worth it <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know i'm sure I'll- you'll be moving there it is i did work a hydration station last year for that race didn't see the cow i was disappointed in the race, I Did saw the you cow pass there. out lemonade and Pam, say my pleasure? I would, I would just say as, ice as, water. Oh. as as a group of us, I think that the cow running would probably gain more money. <laughs> yeah, probably would. Now, if they let me dress up as a cow and run, I'll do what it. What about a cow run? How about a <laughs> Anyway, so Miss Pam, that's coming up. When is that event happening? That is, that is May 11th. May 11th. And how, morning, May 11th. And how can people get involved? Can they still get involved? I believe they still can. They can, uh, I think, registration there at Chick-fil-A in Guntersville and uh, get all signed up and um, then go out and either hit the 1K fun run, the 5K, or the 10K. Wow. Fantastic. That's amazing. What is what is something else that y'all have coming up, uh, Miss Pam? Something big. With the FCA. Well, you know, we got summertime, which is huge with FCA, and we got lots of camps. But just one camp I want to speak of is we have an opportunity for uh, students from all over northeast Alabama to join us to go to St. Simons Island, Georgia, and we provide transportation to that. And that is a leadership camp. So any student grade uh, rising uh, sixth graders, or I mean rising seventh graders through just graduated high school could be a part of that. Wow. And, uh, it's amazing camp. I've seen a lot of lives change uh, at that camp. That is that is amazing. So, so the fun run and the uh, first camp for FCA for the summer. Uh, and if if they'd like to find out any more information about you and what they can be a part of this summer, 
Where do they go to find that, Miss Pam? Um, go to our website. Uh, we have all our camps listed. You know, we have the, the camp for young children uh, that we partner there in Albertville with Grace Fellowship. So yes. That's actually our first camp. But uh, St. Simon's is the one focused for those high school kids to go attend. But then go to North NorthAlabamaSCA.org. It's NorthAlabamaSCA.org, and all the information is there. That is so wonderful. Well, Miss Pam, we always so enjoy talking to you and hanging out with you. Thank you so much for calling in. Thank you for everything you do with FCA. Well, we appreciate you guys so much and uh, allowing us to be a part. Yes, ma'am. Have a great day. You too. And now, today's clutch moment. Yes, so today I'm going to talk to you about anomalies, okay? And the first question I want to ask, Stephen, I want you in on this because I need to know. I need to know. My question to you three is, are they real? Okay, I'm going to say one. I'm going to start with Stephen. We're going to go Jameson and my good friend Brad. I want to know what you really honestly think. So, honest opinion. Is Bigfoot real? No. No. No, Jameson? I think it's if they were real, they're all dead now. I, no. Okay. So no. Brad? No, absolutely not. On Bigfoot. It, it does it correct. It does make some pretty good television though. <laughs> <laughs> I I think if any of them could be real, it could be him. Uh well, no, okay. there is one in this list that I do think is real. Number two. Is the Loch Ness monster real? Steven. Nope. Yes. We have photographic evidence. <laughs> yes. 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 Is this the one? Now, give me, well, there, give me, your, a, give me your reasoning for there's this. There's another one. Well, because uh, it exists. Like, it. <laughs> there's been multiple eyewitness accounts from people who have not at, lost their ever-loving minds. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do agree on the Bigfoot, though. You're usually a little on the crazy side. Well, okay. I feel like if Bigfoot, whatever that was that was caught on camera... Right. If it wasn't someone playing a hoax, whatever it totally was, looked like it honestly. has died, died off because okay. we haven't. I mean, it's 2019. My thing on on any sea creatures and stuff. Oh yeah, I have it a guy. Is, hey, for five thousand dollars, we I'm can not go going, hunt. I'm not going anywhere with Jose Canseco. Okay, I'm not. I'm not going to Walmart with Jose Canseco. <laughs> much less giving five thousand dollars cash to take me on some sort of weird wow. hunt. No way. No. I have. A, <laughs> I have a guy that retired from, or he transferred, and he's going to retire from my store, uh, from my team, who is now. Uh, one, he told me one of the plans for his retirement is to go uh, out west and go on a Bigfoot hunt. You got to be honest, though. If you're a famous person, this is a great th- way to make money. You know, just right. to randomly if go. If you're out. desperate. Absolutely. If you got to, like, stage somebody in the forest, like, banging on something, you know, in the middle of the night. Yeah, like, yeah, they knock Here, on trunks to summon, to summon the Squatch. That's like, right. Like, what? <laughs> the Squatch. So, but uh, the Loch Ness monster, right, right, right. sea creature, like water creatures and stuff, we have explored so little of bodies of I water. I can see it being real. That there are Absolutely. things that we have no idea that we're going to mm-hmm. find out one day. Yeah. And we're going to be like, whoa. Okay. Like, this is yes. nuts. We've discovered, well, I mean, space Sounds is much more. Stuff, like, space is much like. more expansive than the ocean. But I feel like we've done more exploration into space. But we also. And, we know so much ocean. about space, like how big it is and everything, but like there's scientists who have like like there's thousands of like sequences of letters and numbers to name extraterrestrial bodies of land, bodies of clusters of 
yeah. stars, yeah. galaxies, stuff like that. We yeah. we know so we have so much physics that yeah. we know mm-hmm. where things are, what things are, where they're at, what exists, what doesn't exist, and Wh- stuff. Which brings me to my next one. With the ocean, we don't. With right. my next one, mermaids are they real? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> Did y'all watch the fakeumentary on the mermaids? Yes. No, that was that a really good fakeumentary, okay? <laughs> I, was, I was, like, totally sold, and then the next day, I, like, one of those, like, bogus Shark Week in, uh, documentaries? Yeah, like, like Megalodon, Megalodon real? Megalodon, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, and then the last one, UFOs, are they real? Mm. Yes, they are. It's called an unidentified flying object. It doesn't have to be alien. That exists, yes. yes. Those exist, and... To, to Auburn, to receivers in Auburn, those are just called footballs. <laughs> no, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. <laughs> I don't know what that is, so they don't even try to catch it. Okay, yeah. and I'm gonna get kind of um, a little bit deeper into this too. Um, it can't definitely not biblically be ruled out, but also with logic and reasoning and like possibilities. Yeah, that there are legitimate life forms other places. There. Hey. And now, where's my start? Like my like crazy music at in the background. It's like, but like, it's just <laughs> you can't rule it out. And people yeah. say that yeah, God would have put it or like had it in the Bible where He created others. Like, and it's like, how do you know what God would do with the Bible according to if that exists or not? So I don't, I don't take that. It's UFOs. not biblical arguments. The Bible does say that you know anything that is that does exist that God created it. Right, it says that in John. So I think so. we're all in agreement. UFOs are probably real. Uh, Steven? Yeah. And I got your music in the background. Steven! Here we go. <laughs> yep, the sci-fi. Steven, I never heard your answer. UFOs, UFOs or not? When it comes to unidentified flying objects, yes, those are real. But flying saucers, no. No, and I don't uh, think of the sci-fi futuristic no. green people that I that think it's our military, guys. I think, I think most of those are our I mean, military things. What about Area 51, though? Well, Why are they being so secretive? Well, they Why? had... You know, anyway, just moving kidding. forward, anomaly, and these are all anomalies. The barrier between what man knows the truth and what, is out there. what man has to imagine. Right. So what I just talked to you about are what we call anomalies, okay? They, you're not going to walk in the forest and run up on a Bigfoot generally, right? Hope not. If you do, <laughs> you're going to be scared have some out of Jack, your mind. You better have some Jack Link's handy. Right, right, yeah. right. You're going to be scared <laughs> out of your mind. You can't shoot them, though, apparently. That's, That's illegal now. That's right. Can't if, capture if Bigfoot. You're swimming can't in the ocean it. and a Loch Ness monster comes up beside you. That is not normal. You okay? must be in Ireland. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> in the water, it's the in Scotland. Too cold. I've been there. Oh. It's in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, and it, if you see a UFO in the sky, that is not generally normal. So, what is an anomaly? It's something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. All of those things we just mentioned are anomalies. Okay. But we as Christians were never called to look like the rest of the world, but to be countercultural, to be a spiritual anomaly. We're to be different. Now, I, now when I say this, Brad and, and Jameson and Steve, I don't mean being weird, okay? <laughs> but what I am saying is we've got to be different than the world that we live with. So 1 Peter 2, 11 through 12 says this, Dear friends, I warn you as... Temporary residents and foreigners, in other versions it says this, as aliens and strangers, to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very soul. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then, even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior, and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. See, my friends, we are 
are to be, as the dictionary defines, aliens, a foreigner, especially one who is not a naturalized citizen of the country where they are living. Spiritually, we are to be aliens. We're to be not not uh, naturalized of the world, in other words. So how do we, how do we become anomalies? Number one, we got to look different. John thirteen thirty five says, "By this, everyone will know that you're my di- my disciples if you love one another." Now we all know we just have to turn on the news, local or foreign. Uh, I mean, local or national, whatever. Or to foreign. know, yeah, yeah or foreign. Or, yeah. To know that everything's not right in this world. That yep. somebody's mad at somebody all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So when we say we're to love one another, uh, this is not a natural thing in our human DNA, right? This is different. So what things should be present in our lives if we really are Christians? Uh, well, like, love should be present. Yeah. Um, good works should be present. Uh, church activity should be present. Uh, and then just an outgoing nature of I don't know, just that kind of, I don't want to say X factor, but the thing that makes people say it's like you can truly say that he follows God, he or she follows God as a believer, um, that sort of thing. So um, that's that's what's important to be visually present. Yeah. So, Jameson? I think. Oh, and know, Christian t shirts. Yeah, for absolutely. sure. <laughs> yes. I don't know about that. <laughs> well, when I was reading wow. over this clutch, this, this verse came to my mind. Uh, to answer this question, uh, what things should be present in our lives if we're Christians? Uh, Galatians 5.22, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, full, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these things there is no law. Yeah. Um, As I used in, in the original sermon, I just didn't. Ha. But that, that's perfect. Uh, it, it's the fruits of the Spirit. When we're, mm-hmm. when we're Christians... Love, joy, peace, forbearance, which means looking at somebody uh, above yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pride, it, basically. Yeah. yeah, Faithfulness, goodness, all those things should be present in our lives. That's, those things should mark us and, as being different. And I think, like, you know, in the verse we read before from First Peter here, when it, you know, it, it talks about uh, be careful to live properly uh, among your unbelieving neighbors. What I read just now... Uh, there's a, there's like a mirror side to the verse I just read in uh, verse 19. You know, it says the acts of the flesh are obvious: sexual immoral immorality, impurity, and debauchery, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions. You know, drunkenness, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's what you're not supposed to look like. Right, the <laughs> opposite. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which number two? How do I become an anomaly? Sound different. Colossians four five through six says this: Live wisely among those who are not believers, and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive, so that you will have the right response for everyone. So let me ask you this, guys: What should be different about the way we speak when we go through trials compared to how the world speaks in the midst of their trials? Well, we have joy in trials we have hope in trials and that should our attitude should reflect that Mm -hmm. the fact that we that we have that to our advantage and if we show people that um we're like just extremely discouraged we're extremely um upset angry and 
like lack hope about a situation, then they don't see that there's something different that that, that we have something that maybe they don't, and we're not showing uh, God's love, God's promise, and the way that God looks out for us. Yeah, uh, we're not showing them that through our attitude if we if we don't live like we have hope and joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And I just. I think the thing that jumps out to me when we read the scripture is, you know, let your conversation be gracious gracious and attractive. I cannot talk today. This is an <laughs> occupational hazard. I'm on the radio. It's tragic. Um, but uh, let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you'll have the right response for everyone and uh, making the most of every opportunity. Like, this is this is like basically us giving our... Like, like Brad was talking about our attitude over to the Lord and saying, I'm laying down how I feel, what my emotions say, because there's a greater purpose here. Um, instead of cutting people down when we feel like cutting them down, trying to instead choose to lift them up. And, um, you know, when it says make the most of every opportunity, I mean, I feel like that's talking about looking for the opportunities to minister to people, to encourage them to, to share the gospel. And, um, uh, I feel like if we do this, like, if we do this consistently every day, you know, walking, you know, from faith to faith, glory to glory with the Lord, it's going to make us that anomaly that we're that we're seeking to be because right. we're putting off ourself and laying ourself down and, uh, you know, doing, uh, I'm losing words. That's good. Yeah, so, doing what Jesus wants us to do. That's right. In a nutshell. <laughs> Which brings us to our last point right here. We, we if, if we want to become an anomaly, we Land have to act. Plane. Yeah, we have to act different. Romans twelve two says, "Don't copy the behavior and the customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect." So, my question to you: This last question, we're going to go to some music. Why is it important that we visually act different than our unsafe friends? Uh, for integrity's sake. Uh, because people... There's one thing I've learned about being amongst other unbelievers, especially in the workplace. If, like, if they... If you claim to be a Christian, but your behavior contradicts that, they will have no respect. They will not hear anything you have to say if you don't have integrity. Um... And you should, you know, it's important that we do this, you know, because, you know, the Bible says to give your, your body as a reasonable sacrifice. You have to give your, your lifestyle over to the Lord. And, and living that before him is, is, you know, just as important, more important than living that out in front of somebody else. Um, because we don't just do this just to look good in front of other people. This is supposed to be a lifestyle. Um, but to the question, why is it important that we act differently in front of other people? It's because if you don't have integrity, they won't listen to what you have to say. Yeah. Brad? Um, I, I wrote down this because I didn't want to lose this thought between the beginning of this and this question. That. So, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, this is brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. So I wanted to say that um, we're talking about anomalies. Anomalies are what capture people's attention. Yeah. Because they're not standard. They're not normal. And acting, and acting in a way that reflects... Uh, Christianity isn't really a normal thing anymore. Yeah, it's people stand out because they're doing what they're called to do. They don't blend in because that's not the standard. And so we need to be anomalies to show God's love to other people. Again, for integrity's sake, which yeah. which is where Jameson nailed it on the head. It it's all about 
um, when we when we have those intentional conversations, are they looking at us saying, "I just you know heard you cuss up a storm last last week or whatever"? Like, what what are we doing uh, when we're not when we're not in the mindset of like telling somebody about God? Are we living in a mindset of Christianity? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, you can't change a culture that you're a casualty to. Ooh, uh, that's yeah, good. There we go. That's yeah. good. So anyway, we challenge you being an anomaly. I like what Brad said at the beginning of that. He said, he said, uh, you know, anomalies. People pay pay attention to them. They catch people's attention. That's good. Do that. Catch people's attention by the way that you live. We believe in you, and we dare you to do it, Stephen. All right, I've got Gavi like we belong right now on the Varsity Radio Show. Yeah, and in the studio with us from the Boaz Pirates, we have Taylor Smith. Say hey, man. What's up? Yeah, and we have Sadie Burns. Hey. How are you? We're good. good. How are you? Great. Have you had a good day? Yes. Fantastic. Uh, the first thing we want to ask you is how did you get started in your sport? In your, I know, Sadie, you do cheerleading and tennis, and Taylor, you do uh, football and basketball. So when did that actually start for you guys well um cheerleading when my when i was little my mom asked me if i wanted to take gymnastics and so i did and then i just started cheering in seventh grade like i tried out for the team and i've just cheered ever since but tennis when i was in seventh grade a couple of my friends joined the team and um me and my other friend were like you want to try because we had nothing to do in the spring once cheer was over so we started playing and couldn't even hit the ball back but Tennis. We got a lot better. So I say tennis is so hard. It looks it looks easy on TV when they're like yelling at each other, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it is so hard. Uh, I, I said it on a show a, a few shows ago. Me and my wife wanted to just try it out to do a fun thing together, and we bought tennis rackets at the you know they were like the best. So we got them at the thrift store for like <laughs> two dollars for both of. Them. Oh man. I don't think I kept it inside the thing one time. Yeah, it's hard. So it's, it's a lot harder than it looks. Yeah, I, mean, I finally got the hang of it, but still. Yeah. So between the two, which is your favorite? Mm. Cheerleading or tennis? Probably cheer. Cheer. Ta- uh, Taylor, tell me a little bit about when you started football and basketball. I've been playing basketball my whole life since I was about six, and uh, football I really started playing. I played one year pee wee, and one year middle school, and then I played eleventh and twelfth grade. And which one's your favorite? I'm going to have to say basketball. So what is it about basketball that that has just captured your, your attention and enamored you <laughs> for so long? I, I mean, I just feel like I can I can overpower anybody on the court. Come on. <laughs> All right. There it is. <laughs> I, I wish we could have taken a picture of Sadie's face during that comment. <laughs> <laughs> so you can Talk overpower you. it. <laughs> Ain't nothing. It ain't bragging if it's true. You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> so Taylor, you uh, can you dunk? No, I can't. You can't. No. And you never dunk. Mm-mm. No, except for when they lower the goal, goal and you're on the trampoline, right? Yeah. I can yeah. Okay. <laughs> you guys remember slam ball? Do y'all remember that? I don't. Oh, man. I don't. I don't. I uh, anyway, day's gone. So, uh, what is your favorite thing about being on a team? Like the friendships that you make, because. The people that I cheer and play tennis with, I'm closer with than anyone else. So, that's probably, like, like I can't cheer for a lifetime, but I can have those friends forever. So, yeah, that's, that's probably good. it. 
That's real good. I like that. How about you, Taylor? What's your favorite thing about being on a team? The friendships, for sure. Friendships. Yeah, that's really all I hang out with is all my sports friends. Awesome. Did you guys expect that going into this? Like, I mean, as I guess, has that been your biggest surprise as far as, you know, I know that maybe you went into this just hoping to compete and have fun, but, I mean, has the friendships that you guys have built and the strength of it, has that surprised you? Yeah, like... I mean, I didn't start playing sports just to, like, spend more time with my friends, but it definitely helped Happens. me spend more time yeah. with my friends. And yeah. it, I didn't know that it would build the friendships, but, like, being a senior and looking back on all those years, it really did, so. Yeah. Same for you, Taylor? It's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, with with you guys going into this and being in these sports, there's only, so, so you guys are both seniors, right? Okay, like, what is, what was there a defining moment when you guys started playing was there a senior i guess is a better way to ask that you guys sort of looked up to that that sort of made you want to push harder and and not not just to compete harder but to be a better person and um just excel in general I'm trying to think when i was a freshman we had like 11 seniors on our team wow team. and so um, a lot of leadership yes and so they, like, kind of pushed us to be better because we, I mean, we were, like, as middle schoolers, we were fine. But when we got moved up to the competition team in ninth grade, like, you really had to step up your game. Mm-hmm. And we all wanted to be better. So, I think, like, them being good made us want to be good. Mm-hmm. Taylor? I think my biggest role model was uh, Drew Phillips. Uh-huh. Ah, Drew Phillips. Yeah. yeah. I looked up to him ever since I was mm-hmm. little. And in what position did he play? Or He played running back. Played mm-hmm. running back. I believe he went to BYU, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So, in the same context here, you have coaches. Your coaches help create who you are and the ethic that you have. Who is your favorite coach? And what would you tell me uh, the greatest lesson they've ever taught you is? I don't have a favorite. Mm. Sure, you don't. I can't <laughs> one that, they might be listening. Right, 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 right. So tell me your co- which, which coaches really stand out to you. They don't. They may not be your favorite, but the lessons that you, the greatest lesson they've taught you. Well, I only have three coaches, but I mean, I think all three of them like really stand out because in well, in tennis, my coach was kind of just like working on building my mental game and being able to be like headstrong and and. Then in cheer, we worked on leadership a lot this year. Yeah. So, I guess being mentally tough and being a leader are both things that I can carry over into life. So, all three of my coaches. Yeah. Most influential coach, Taylor. I'm going to have to say my basketball coach, Coach Bernie. And Coach Bernie, and what did Coach Bernie, what have you learned from Coach Bernie? He just taught me how to be a better person, how to be a better man. I mean, all my coaches have done that, but, I mean, Coach Bernie just... Gives it to me in a better way. Fantastic. I like that. So, so again, same context. I know you, I guys asked you which senior you guys looked up to. And, you know, you, you, were talk, you guys have both talked about how they sort of set the bar and set the standard. Uh, what is it that you want to leave behind to your underclassmen and your other teammates? Um, what, what do you want them to take away when they, when they remember you guys? What do you want them to say? What do you want to leave them with? That right. I was reliable. <laughs> reliable. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's a good answer. I mean, you can you can accomplish whatever you want to accomplish. I mean, I started playing football in 11th grade, and I broke all the records as a receiver. And oh. it, <laughs> just a and your years. collarbone. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Records and your collarbone. He, so, <laughs> he broke ankles and, and his yeah, yeah, yeah. So lots of accomplishments. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, awards that y'all have received. Tell us about some of those things. Some of the you're talking about records. Y'all go ahead and flex. Yeah, go ahead. Tell us. Tell us about some of those accomplishments that y'all have had. Uh, I hold the leading receiving record, most receptions in a game. Or I'm tied with her brother, actually. And oh. uh, we don't talk about him. He's a has been. Ouch! If yeah. you're out there, brother, we're sorry. <laughs> that your heart is now broken. Here. <laughs> you do actually. You do actually have some uh, family members watching. We got yeah, Shay yeah, yeah. Diamond Williams says that's my niece, Janice Buchanan and uh, Thomas. Hey, Sadie. So a lot of people joining us on Facebook Live saying hi, sharing the love. And I think you said this, Taylor. Uh, most interesting thing you can do, not drop a football. Is that what you said? Yeah, I got good hands. All right. Uh, yeah. Wow. That is the best answer <laughs> we've gotten to that question. This is good. Uh, is it, and so uh, the same thing for you. Uh, tell me the most interesting thing you can do. Well, on that paper, I put the, I can do the worm. I am then, very impressed by that. We might, we may make you do that in the future. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. I'll do yes. that. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so you can do the worm. What, what fun thing can you do outside of football, Taylor? Uh, any cool talent? Any, anything that you're really good at other than football? Uh, I mean, I can, I can ride a dirt bike pretty good. You said All dirt right. bike. I think you put fishing on there, stuff yeah. like that. So, so what do you guys like to do in your spare time? Honestly, like it, you're you're like vegging out. You're gonna you're just gonna relax. What are you gonna do? Take a nap. I saw that on. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. On. I love. Taking you're really naps. good at taking naps. I'm yeah. really good at it. I'm going to one of my friends' house playing Xbox and stuff, just hanging out. What's your game? Uh, well, we actually like playing on the Xbox 360 and playing NCAA 14. I know, right? Because they can't, they won't make another one. Yeah, <laughs> with with Madden 20 coming out now, they have. Where you can play, it's ten different uh, NCAA teams, uh, but not one of those teams is Alabama. What? Mm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of people that are like, "Wait, why not?" Exactly. You think you take the top there's ten? So much right? hate. I'm hurt right now. Anyway, <laughs> so so uh, anyway, hey, we're gonna go to some music and we're gonna come back and ask some more questions. But you guys are amazing, Stephen. Here's Gavi with closer. Well, we're back in the studio with Taylor Smith and Sadie Burns, and they are just killing it at the mic, doing such a good job. Uh, anyway, we're going to get to the nitty-gritty here, the things that matter the most. We want to know about some embarrassing things that have happened to you guys in practice, on the field. Or in life. Yeah, or in life, whatever whatever you think. It's, it's whatever you uh, can share so, on Christian Radio. Yes, yeah, so obviously keep it G-rated. Uh, but we want to know about your life. We we want to go a little deeper than the athletic. So keep it G uh, for Jesus. We've done we, we've done this. <laughs> we've interviewed probably 150 people. Everybody's got an embarrassing moment. So except me. Sa- you do. You have lots of them. anyway. So <laughs> I said I don't have a specific one because right, right, I get right. embarrassed easily. Right, right. Okay. So so tell me uh, something that happened in practice. Something that happened on the field. Something. On the van, it could have been on the bus ride to the game. Jump hard on the bus or something. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> so I've had to pee in like 
four bottles on one bus trip. One <laughs> How long was this bus trip? It was like an hour and a half. Holy cow. <laughs> had to pee. <laughs> what did you drink before you got on the bus? Uh, too much. I drank two bottles of water and two Powerades for every game. Good not. Wow, he was pushing the fluids. <laughs> Sadie? Man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There's nothing specific. It's just like... Everything that happens to me is embarrassing. Oh, no, no. So, uh, tell me this. Tell me a memorable moment like you're never going to forget from one of your games, one of your competitions, one of things that you participate in practice. Mm. Uh, I don't know. know, Like, I have this friend named Macy, and she cheers with me, and she's hilarious. And just everything she does is funny. But she has this one story about when she went to Disney. She has she had a speech impediment when she was little, and when right. she like she couldn't pronounce her R's. And yeah. so when she went to Disney World when she was little one time, she went to um, Turtle Talk with Crush. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so like it's the turtle, and he's swimming From around. And he chooses a kid in the audience, and he chooses Macy. Oh no! And he's like, "What's your question?" And she says, "She said, what color is the Earth?'" That was her question, but the way she said it, it was so funny. And, like, she told us that story one day when we were at, uh, it's before a football game. And so, like, ever since then, it's just been an ongoing joke. But, yeah, that's probably it. Macy's hilarious. Anything with Macy's funny. Wow. I hope she's watching. What was that handshake thing we just, Oh yeah. can you read that question, Steven? We need to ask about that. Yeah, let's ask this. <laughs> yeah, I was told to ask from Laura Williams-Burns, uh, ask about their handshake before the touchdown. Hmm. Uh... I don't know, before homecoming, me and Sadie just did a little handshake, like, before I went on kick return. We practiced it first, yeah, and then we, we did it. Yeah, we practiced it, and then we did it. Do we, and then do we I, remember this? Then I um, ran the first kick back. Can we relive this? Is this relivable? I don't remember no? it. I don't remember either at all. <laughs> There's a, like, it's a great handshake, very memorable, okay? <laughs> yeah, but he got the touchdown after it, so Come obviously on. there was power. There's, yeah, that's that was, right. Like, the only time we did it, too. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. That one time. That, well. There was that one time. Uh, and and so a uh, lot, lot of memorable moments, stuff like that. And uh, Taylor, you were telling me that you have been accepted to a college. You're gonna you're gonna go continue to play football. Where's that? And Rochester Community and Technical College. Are you excited? Yeah, it's gonna be pretty fun. Pretty fun. And where are you gonna go? Uh, what are you majoring in? I really don't know yet. Don't know. Uh-uh. Sadie's going to my college, Sneed State. <laughs> Sadie, you're you're gonna major in. Well, I'm just gonna go get my basics out of the way. General education. Yep. And then transfer you... somewhere else. And I want to be a physical therapist. That's the goal right now. And so um, maybe Auburn or somewhere, and get a degree in like kinesiology or science. You, you or have to define that for us. Uh, kinesiology is like the study of like body movements. There you go. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then go to apply to a doctorate of physical therapy somewhere. Awesome. So program. This is just in from Facebook. I had to cut in and ask this. Thank ask you so Sadie much. How many touchdowns she made her boyfriend get before no! she would kiss him? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. No. We're not talking about that. Susan Morgan wanted me to ask that question. Now, who is Susan Morgan? Hmm. Oh, that's my mom's cousin. Oh, well, my go. cousin too, but it's my mom's cousin. There you go. There you go. 
Okay. <laughs> so I, I learned a lot about this after this. Uh, Jameson's going to ask you a question. I learned a lot about you by asking this. In fact, we just did a bracket poll on this. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite sports movie? It doesn't have to be in your sport. <laughs> it could be any sport. What is your favorite sports movie, and what has it taught you about being an athlete? Uh, I'm going to say Remember the Titans. Remember the Titans. Good and what choice. did you learn? Just don't give up. Sadie? Um, I like Bondside and Facing the Giants. Yeah. Both and, really good movies. Yeah. Probably just because they both teach you, like, perseverance and stuff. Yeah. Through yeah. hard times. And, like, not only just the sport, but, like, in life, too. Mm-hmm. So. Look what Christian commented. So good. <laughs> How rude. And, uh, R.I.P. Gary Bertier. What? <laughs> Gary Bertier. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From don't, Remember the Titans. Don't, don't ask. Things I got. Like that. I got. <laughs> I got it. Second time around. Go ahead. All right. So, Taylor, with you being a receiver, can you tell me who your favorite wide receiver is? Odell. 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 Okay, why? Why you like ODJ? ODJ. We catch about the same. Oh, the same thing. Your hair is not as wild. No. No. <laughs> no. It's too crazy. Sadie? Uh, Who's your prof- favorite professional athlete? Um, I don't have one. Don't have one? No. But, like, I thought you were going to ask me a tennis question, oh, oh. so I was going to be like, Serena Williams. Oh, well, you can say that. That's cool. <laughs> but, like, I don't, have, human being. I don't have one favorite. She's... I like Cam Newton. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Just because... <laughs> I'm an, I'm an Auburn fan. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah, we got that. It's rare, but we got that. Anyway, so I loved his facial expression when you said that. Uh, so, uh, anyway, uh, so tell me, uh, I think he said this. When you're when you're you're leaving school this uh, in, what, a month? Y'all are about to graduate. You sad a little bit? You... No, you're very happy. <laughs> she done ready. Okay. She said, I'm the salutatorian. Ready. I'm ready to get she, out by of the here. Way, by the uh, way, we're in the presence of a salutatorian here. She's smart, too. Uh, so, I try. No, but uh, what is the one thing that you want to leave for the underclassmen under you? How do you, you want to be remembered, in other words? What kind of legacy do you want to leave at Boaz? I don't know. <laughs> it's like I don't know like like academic wise like just that like I worked hard I never settled for any grade like I always wanted the best grade I could get and a bunch of people who got mad at me for that like you're ridiculous you made a 95 but like I don't want a 95 I want a 100 yeah. and so I just never stopped working hard for that but like as a person I just want to be remembered as like a good person yeah, yeah, Taylor. Uh, I wasn't that good on the grades, but uh, I mean, I just want to be remembered—a good person and a good athlete at Buzz. Awesome, good stuff. So, like, what is the thing you're gonna miss the most about high school? You think? Seeing my friends every day yeah. and the people in the grades under us that like you've built friendships with. Basketball practice. Basketball, Basketball was the best. I can't relate. I didn't like practice all that much. Basketball <laughs> practice was the best. Wow. Awesome. 
So basketball print. Hey, we're going to go to some music, and we are coming back again with more questions. So you, we have had a great time, fantastic time. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to 88.5 JFM, the Varsity Radio Show. All right, we're back with the famous Taylor Smith and Sadie Burns in the studio. They've got one month left. At Boaz High School. So tell me, what do you love about Boaz High School? Uh, I mean, I get <laughs> wow. to leave at like 11 every day. <laughs> it's pretty great. Favorite thing about yeah. high school, I get to leave early. Like, <laughs> That's right. It's the best. Sadie? I like the teachers. Okay. Any shout out to some teachers? Miss mm. Mitchell, for real. Miss Mitchell. What does she teach? English. English. Yeah. She's your favorite. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. I have what a makes, lot of favorites. So what can't. makes her so cool? Uh, I mean, I don't know. She's my favorite teacher. Awesome. <laughs> Sadie? Um, probably my favorite teacher, like, overall is Mr. Elkins. He teaches chemistry. Nice. But he's funny. Yeah. And, I don't know, he just makes the class enjoyable. Yeah. Fantastic. I take some talent to make chemistry enjoyable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does. That's amazing. Uh, so Taylor, tell me this. We I kind of hinted on it and everything. I want to know about uh, your injury, not not because it was embarrassing. I want to know. <laughs> I want to know what happened, and then I want to know. Uh, I mean, what did did you learn something from it? Did you? I mean, uh, what came out of it? I mean, I was playing defense and I'd play the whole game. Like I hadn't came out one time. It was the last play, and uh, Sardis fumbled. And I picked it up, and then I got tackled, but, like, I rolled over the dude and kept going. And then I, like, tripped on my own foot and broke my collarbone. Whew! Landed right on it. Man. And if I, if I wouldn't have fumbled after I broke it, then it would have been, like, the longest fumble recovery in Boaz history. Wow. But I fumbled, so... It's okay, it's okay, man. Way. I mean, you broke something, so it's, like, they can't be too mad at you. Yeah. Uh, and it, so, uh, so... Sadie, uh, you talk about you're really great at naps, everything else like that. So, uh, what kind of other, what other fun things do you like to do? Uh, other than napping, no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you talked about how he works at Ace. I'm a lifeguard. You're a lifeguard. Yes. Where are you lifeguard at? At the Boaz City Pool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And what do you like? What do you like about Ace Taylor? Uh, I mean, he's representing. I like, the I like putting up stock. It's pretty fun. Come on. What's your favorite part? Like saving lives or telling kids to, to get on that. the side of the pool? <laughs> uh, probably the breaks. The breaks? <laughs> when no one's in the water and you don't yes. have to worry about it. Fantastic. How long have you done that? Um, I just Last summer was my first year, and I got rehired this year. So When did you have to save someone's life? Like, Take us um, through that. It happened like, I think I had to go in the water actually to save like, Five or six different people. Oh, my so goodness. That many different times. But um, Is it generally kids or adults? Well, one of them was like a 15-year-old boy, and he was bigger than me. And he jumps off the diving Say, board. Say, you like, know he faked that, right? No, no <laughs> it was for real. It was, it was real. And, like, I was just watching him. I was sitting in the deep end. I'm like, this kid can swim. He's fine. And so he jumps in, and his head, like, he drifts back up to the top, and his head bumps over the water. And then his arms fall up, and he started splashing. I was like, oh, my gosh, this kid's drowning. So I went in and got him. And then another time, it was, like, right after a break, and this kid, like, uh, his family was there. It was, like, his birthday or something. And they were all eating cake and stuff. 
So he took off his floaties during the break. And then I got back on the stand in the in the deep end again. And he'd been jumping off the diving board the whole time. He was probably like four. And this time he didn't have his floaty on and didn't realize it. And he went off the diving board and I had to go in and get him. And it was raining, so I had an umbrella. And I threw the umbrella and grabbed the float and jumped in and got him. Wow. But... Sadie's a lifesaver. I'm a lifesaver. Was, was it, it nerve-wracking the first time you had to do that, or did they train you pretty well and you just they sort of... They train you pretty well. Uh, if I had to do CPR, that'd be a little... That'd be a different story, a but scary. I haven't actually had to do that, so yeah. it'd be fun. Taylor, it how many fun. people have you saved in Ace Hardware? <laughs> I <just> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I just started working there like three days ago, so... He hasn't had time wow. to save yeah. so hasn't, Not yet. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway... That's so fantastic, man. Well, guys, we are we are super proud of you. We're mm-hmm. we're Thank proud you. of what you've done for Boaz High School. You've represented them well today. And Thank- for being one of the helpful folks at Ace uh, Hardware. At Ace Hardware. <laughs> I am. I love Ace Hardware uh, personally. One of the helpful hardware folks. Yes, man. Way to represent Taylor. Way to represent Sadie. Thank you. And uh, saving lives and stuff like that. So uh, anyway, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, we're proud of you, and go Pirates! It's time for the Varsity Freestyle. Dum. There we go. He left my mic muted for the first <laughs> boom. Because I knew you were going to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> nice move, Steven. You're welcome. <laughs> that's a, that's Don't a, call me Willy Wonka for nothing. Willy Wonka of radio. Anyway, that's a real power move boom. right there. Bye. Bye. I got the power. Buddy. So much, going, so much going on right now in studio. Uh, we've got some trivia for you coming up. Um, shout out to my Facebook Live audience. Y'all have been fantastic. Amazing. We just finished up yes. with some of the best athletes. You're beautiful. Amazing. You. Um, and if you're just listening to the radio, unless you're in your car, go to Facebook right now yeah. and go to the Varsity Radio Show. Join in with the fun on Facebook. Even if you're in your car, as long as you're not driving. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a stationary position... Uh, and you have access to the World Wide Web. That's right. Yes. Brad? Alrighty. Well, I've got some trivia here. The way this works is uh, it's three relatively easy but good trivia questions. You call in for the first one. You answer it correctly. I'll give you the other two. You answer both those correctly. We've got two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema to give away. This is a beautiful time to do it with in-game, Al. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I yep. cannot believe that Nicolas Cage ended up being Thanos. Like, who saw that coming? I'll listen to you. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Fake spoiler. <laughs> yeah. All right, so the first question. What product do, do Girl Scouts sell nationwide to raise money for the organization? Ooh. What is it? It's edible. It's delicious. Yes, it is. Mm, jury's out on that one. I see all my favorite, my favorite photos when I'm low. Hey, you're on with the Varsity Radio Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, Brad, this is Hannah. Hannah! <laughs> What's up, Hannah? Nothing much. How's it going? Going pretty good. Awesome. So I've got two tickets to the Boaz 9 Cinema that are up for grabs here. If you can answer three questions correctly, the first one being, what product do Girl Scouts sell nationwide to raise money for their organization? Cookies. Cookies yes! is correct. All right. You got it, girl. And the next question. 
Three monkeys warn humans to avoid evil by not doing three things. Which warning is not one of the things? Smell no evil, hear no evil, see no evil, or speak no evil. Ooh, I know that one. Smell no evil. Smell no evil yeah. is the correct answer. And then finally, in the famous nursery rhyme, who went up a hill to fetch a pail of water? Jack and Jill. Jack and Jill Woo! is correct. You've there won you two go. tickets to the Boaz Nine Cinema. Ding. Way to go, Hannah! Woo. Best boss, Woo. best boss ever. <laughs> yeah, fantastic. We're so glad that you called. Hey, stay on the line, and uh, we're gonna get your information. For everybody else right. listening, you're a winner because you get to hear this awesome music. Steven? Here's Gabby with moments. Welcome back. We're so glad that you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. And uh, uh, my boy Jameson's got something to say. And then I want to I, I talk heard. to you all a little bit more about the uh, draft. Go ahead. To everybody that's... Uh, Oh, like breathing, um, you're aware of Endgame. Yeah, uh, don't spoil that for other people. Amen. Just don't do that for, for any movie. Like I know that there's some. I saw this post floating around that's all like you can know the ending of something and still enjoy it. And I'm like, if you're a serial killer, maybe. But for the rest <laughs> of us, no. We it, it ruins <laughs> the experience if we don't if we're not held in suspense. I agree See, with that. I, I had a writing teacher this term, and he was a phenomenal teacher. But he said something that just irks me. He said that, um, he said that he would rather read a review of the ending or the plot, the whole plot, the whole ending, know what the movie's about, know what's going on in the movie before he sees it, because he is more interested in seeing how it all comes together than actually seeing it unfold before him. Our, and I'm like, I just, I couldn't do that. No, I would, good no. Willy Wonka producer Stephen has when to take a bathroom. P break during Avengers Endgame. Wow. You have to know these things. Now that that is okay. That one is okay. Like because it, these kind it of even articles, says, it even says no plot spoilers. You know, I'll they be honest. Spoil. I'll be honest. This reminds me, uh, Stephen. You'll understand this more. You too, James. Of Lord of the Rings and the four hour movies. <laughs> ah, you're like there. You you're just yeah. stuck. You're not going anywhere. I see, I this is why you wait until it comes out, right. so then you can just pause it and go whenever. Right, right, right. But I right. mean, with Lord of the Rings, I kind of feel like you can go to the bathroom for an extended period of time yeah, and not miss a lot. A lot of you know? monologues there. There's yeah. a lot of walking. Yeah, that's true. Just ride a horse. Is, yes. See, yes, I, like, so good. I, I, I still haven't seen. I, I haven't seen Age of Ultron. I haven't seen Infinity War. I haven't seen Black Panther, Captain Marvel. I, need, I haven't seen Black Panther. I need to go Captain catch up Marvel. on my my MCU movies real quick yeah. before I go see it. And I've made it through like big social media presence, like checking feed and everything. I still don't know what happens. I want to keep it that way. Yeah. I hope I didn't put a target on my back right there. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what happens. Do I need to watch all of these other ones to get the full experience? My brother game? said for the whole full experience, yes, but it's not a necessity. Okay. Okay. So, and he's like okay. a big superhero guy. Well, so. I'm only missing like three out of the thing. Uh, but anyway, talking about the draft, just real quick, NFL draft. Who were the big winners, guys? Like team wise, team wise. Uh, well, I know the big loser. Like, okay, Giants, the Giants. The I'm Giants. sorry, like, I'm not one of these guys that want to just keep dumping on Daniel Jones. But you had Dwayne. Who is the Haskins. owner, right? No, Daniel Jones is the quarterback. Okay, Dave. there we go. No, Dave Gettleman is the the uh, the owner and the GM that that perpetuated this craziness. Okay, but like, 
it's not even one of those things where it's like maybe his talent will translate to the NFL. Like his numbers. Dwayne Haskins is an NFL quarterback that was in college yes, last year. Daniel Jones, his style, his his uh, like ab- just ability mm-hmm. and his stats, like it was nuts. Yeah, okay. like his ability to put the ball anywhere on a dime and his ability to make these throws. I don't. I just. I'm with every. I mean, I'm. I'm not. This isn't any kind of like hot take or any kind of shocking news, but nobody in the world can see why you drafted Daniel Jones over Dwayne Haskins. Nobody. Did you see Dwayne Haskins' reaction video? Oh, I did. He like he got the text that he it was expected that the Giants would draft him, and he got the text saying he wasn't drafted by the Giants, and he just he, he was wasn't that no. he was not, and he sat there and giggled. He oh, was uh, giggling, and then they I bet he was relieved. Thank like, you. <laughs> when he did get drafted okay, okay. by the Redskins, they asked him about it, and before he didn't say, "I'm glad to be a part of the Redskins organization." Thank you, Washington. His words were, the league done messed up. <laughs> that man is mad. All right, let me ask you this, okay? The winner. Who do you think is the greatest winner in this? I feel like this, the the Patriots are always a winner. Oh, gosh. So behind them, the Patriots they as well. They did get Damian Harris. In third place, yeah. uh, the Patriots. Yeah. Fourth place, the Patriots, definitely. <laughs> probably. Let's see. Um, they drafted Jared Sidham. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, he wasn't even a good quarterback at Auburn. Like, yeah, why yeah. is he? Why you don't is he want good? It, you don't want him to be the replacement for now, Tom Brady. I don't like Michigan either, so I guess I can get over it. But yeah. um, who do you think? One, I, you one know, winner, one well, winner. You see, the Bengals had more picks than anybody, so they had thirteen picks, and I still wow, don't feel like that's a lot. I still don't feel like they they won the draft necessarily. Um, Maybe they'll upgrade from terrible to mediocre. Maybe um, in a few in a few years. So you maybe. think the Bengals? No, I'm I'm gonna go. Um, oh, I had this team in my head when you said it. I'm I'm just gonna throw it out there and say the uh, the Jets. I think I feel like they Jets. made some good defensive moves. Yeah, uh, they did. They um they picked up our big awesome guy, Quinn Williams. Yeah, yeah Quinn Williams. He is freaking nature in mm-hmm. football. Wet bar of soap. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, I just heard the buzzer. That means it's time for me to tell you where you can find us throughout the week on social media. That's Facebook, the Varsity Radio Show. There we do our live stream, post that, keep you guys updated on what's coming up, do some fun things throughout the week. Same thing on Instagram, at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. And then on Twitter, at Varsity Radio 885. And then we have podcasts as well, so you can go catch up on the show if you missed it. For some inexcusable reason. <laughs> or if you're just missing us and want to hear our voices in your office or in your car or bedroom late at night while you're all alone, uh, you can go to Apple, uh, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts and search the Varsity Radio Show. Listen to any of our shows and subscribe. That, that'll be posted the day after yeah. the show. Yeah. Hey, and we'll see you back next week. We're going to have the Albertville Aggies in the studio. It's going to be fantastic. We can't wait to see it. Wait to hear you. <laughs> yeah. I say see. We can't see you. You can see us. Uh, but we'll, we will be here at the same place, same time, same station, 88.5 JFM, 2.30 to 4.30. See you next week. And don't you go changing and stay classy.